It's a cruel, cruel summer. It's hard to have cruel summer in your head on November 15th. That's tough. That's tough. But you know what? Fighting through it. Your old pal Ant is fighting through it because, my friends, we have a podcast to get to. And on this episode, we are talking about the Florida teacher. Do you remember the Florida teacher that got beat up really bad by the student who got mad? I think she took his video game away. Insane update on this young lady down in Florida who I can't believe all she's been through this year. It's kind of crazy. Speaking of crazy, the people that we've chosen to represent us, that's uh, that's them. Crazy. A couple of fights uh, busting out in Congress yesterday. Can't believe what I heard there. Mm, we'll recap some of that craziness. And uh, who's coming to the sphere next and how much will it cost? Oh, my Lord. All that and more on this episode of the podcast. Mm, Wednesday show. Appreciate you guys being here along for the ride. Good to see everybody. In the live chat, Robin Bird, TD, Mojo, Miss Justice. Good to have the whole crew here. Uh, this Florida teacher story, I can't believe this. So as I said in the intro, this young lady down there in Florida, teaching her way through life, right? She's doing her thing. Her name is Joan Nadich. Joan was uh, minding her business one day. I think she took a, a video game away from one of the students who flipped out. Everybody, I feel like, has seen this video by now. He hits her from behind. She goes right down to the floor. And then, boom, just kicks her, gets on top, boom, just throws her a vicious beating. Um, by the way, I'm still upset at the, like, three or four people in the original video that just took their sweet ass time. One lady was kind of like walking away while it was happening. Like, thanks a lot, lady. I mean, dear Lord, at least try and pull out your phone and film it, do something. You know, she just let this poor young lady get the ever loving crap beat out of her. They had to like pull this kid off of her. Um, as you'll see in the um, thumbnail video, the thumbnail image for the video on this episode Joan got pretty messed up. She was all all kinds of messed up, right? So she's got hearing damage. She's got a concussion. He broke five ribs on her. All this crazy stuff happened, right? Kid was 17 years old, but he was huge. He was a big kid. His name was Brendan Deepa. Okay, so that happens. She's now slurring her words, right? Because she's got the hearing loss and a bunch of other issues, cheek, well, everything, bruised, all the whole nine yards. She's all messed up. She heals. She goes back to work in August. She's there for a few, a little amount of time. Then the school places her on unpaid leave. Unpaid leave. So she gets her ass kicked at work. She's got no way to make any other money. She starts to go fund me. She's getting some money through that. She so far raised $106,000. Nothing to sneeze at. Good for her. And, uh, apl you know, applause to the other people for throwing some money around to help this young lady. But the fucking school district, the Flagler school district that she works in, puts her on unpaid leave. And she's basically out there right now going, uh, unless somebody uh, donates money to me via GoFundMe, I have no way to make a living. 
I mean, what kind of a backwards-ass school district could this be that somebody in your employee takes a vicious beating through no fault of her own, her just doing her job, and then you put her on unpaid leave? And then that's it? Nothing? Nothing else from there? Figure it out. Sorry. Sorry I got your ass kicked. Uh, just, uh, you know, figure it out on your own. She said she can't get workers' compensation. The case has not been revol- resolved. She's been completely abandoned by the Flagler County School District since the attack. I mean, what else do you need to provide somebody with workers' comp? Video, you would think, would be enough. How about video everywhere on primetime news <laughs> that has become national news, the top story, viral footage everywhere? I mean, this should be the most open and shut. It, it should be your honor. It, it should be a link. I don't even know if it's your honor. Even in a court? I don't think so. It's like a, it's probably like a, a referee or, you know, somebody, a magistrate or somebody who just does it. She'd be like, oh, here's a link. Oh, click the video. Oh, my dear Lord, here's your workers' compensation. Thanks. So what what possible possible procedure do you need to prove that this young lady got the shit kicked out of her at work? You know, this is why we have frivolous lawsuits, because now this girl's going to have to sue and everybody's going to be like, oh, she can't. But not for nothing. She got the shit kicked out of her. I mean, I don't know. Call me crazy. You let me know in the chat. At least a year? Give the girl a year or two to get her shit back together and heal up and get over the emotional damage of getting beaten. I mean, this is not just like there was an incident or a student hit you or, I mean, this was a vicious, brutal, ridiculous attack while other faculty members stood around and watched it happen. I mean, Towards the the middle of the beating, somebody comes like running over, and then at the end of the beating video, somebody comes like flying over, and then it, that whoever that young lady was who came in the end makes you realize, oh, that's the speed of which the other four people we see in the video should have been moving at to stop this beating. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's the speed to go at. When a woman is taking a beating from a 240 pound student, um, this young lady, she's wishing, hoping that the student gets 30 years. And I feel kind of like he should. Now, I don't know if he's got mental issues or whatever the case is. I mean, you would think so. I mean, I think that was the kind of school they were in. There was a school that, you know, handles kids like that, as a lot of public schools do. But, I mean, if somebody can do that over a video game, I don't know, my wife yells at me because I'm too harsh. She says I'm too harsh. I don't help. You know, I don't, uh, you know, I don't see people's uh, side of things sometimes. But, I, you know, Frank also tells me that, too. So I'm starting to think it's not just them. But um, I just think somebody like that is not going to be any sort of good to society themselves, their friends and family or whatever. You know, I don't know what sort of rehabilitation process there is in something like that, but uh, I don't know. I can't have him out there beating the piss out of teachers that are trying to educate him and show him how to do things. It, you know, it's not going to be good for anybody. You know what I mean? It's just not going to be good for anybody.
So all the well wishes in in the world to Miss Nadich. I don't know how to say your last name, but uh, dear Lord, that was uh, that was some beating she took. That was some beating. I mean, it was such a bad beating. Jets fans were like, "Oof, I don't know if I could watch this." And they've been watching the Jets for years, so that just goes to show you how friggin' harsh of a beating that was. When Jets fans are like, "Oh, t- turn it off, I can't, I can't," then you know, then you know you took a beating. You know, you took a fierce, fierce beating. Uh, moving on to Congress yesterday, hat tip to Paul who first sent me this. There was, uh, oh, the Democrats were happy yesterday. Oh, man. The Republicans were fighting and embarrassing the shit out of themselves, and the Democrats were happy as hell. Two separate incidents that happened yesterday. Um, Kevin McCartney was accused of elbowing another senator in the hallway, which I found to be really just a bizarre, odd story. Because nobody seemed to have caught it on on camera. It was all just kind of hearsay and talked about, you know, after the fact um, that this had happened. But supposedly, like in the hallways, you know, in the middle of the day yesterday. And it's weird that both of these incidents happened yesterday. But supposedly in the hallways, uh, in the middle of the day yesterday, Representative Tim Burchett, from Tennessee, is a Republican, boom, takes a shot to the kidneys, turns around, and there's Kevin McCarthy. And he's like, what are you doing? And Kevin McCarthy's like, I didn't do anything. Like, Kevin McCarthy's walking around like, ah, oh, I didn't, you know, nothing, not me, I didn't do anything. But it's kind of a bizarre, like, I don't know, I don't know who to believe here. You know, I don't know if the guy would just make it up that he took a shot to the ribs. <clears throat> Excuse me, the kidneys. Was it a run by kidneying? I did. You know, is there a mystery person lurking in the wings there? I, I'm not really sure. I don't really know what happened, but I don't think that that's something that somebody would make up. But then again, I also don't think it's something that somebody would make up that they would deny it if they were the only person standing there. You know, I don't. I just it's the craziest little story that we had yesterday. You know, boom! I take a shot to the kidney. I turn around. I'm gonna blame who's ever there. Who's just kind of like standing there, you know? Um, so that happened. And then McCarthy denied it. And then in the, I just, I really at my wits end with Matt Gaetz. Um, out of anybody who was going to file a, uh, a complaint about it, it's fucking Matt Gates, who was nowhere even, like if it was going to be anybody, it would be Tim. It would be Tim Blanchett. Let him do it. He was there. No, but there's Matt Gates to just push around fucking Kevin McCarthy again. It makes no sense to me. I mean, no sense to me. If I was Kevin McCarthy, I'd file a complaint right back and be like, hey, remember all those underage girls you were flying around with? Because that's what I like to complain about. You know what I'm saying? Um, so there's that part of it. And then the second thing was kind of strange and bizarre. I got some tape to share with you on that. But Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, a Republican from Oklahoma, was in a hearing with the Teamsters, this guy, uh, O'Brien, right? So he's in this hearing with the Teamsters and he's reading tweets that O'Brien had sent to him that he was apparently like challenging him to a fight. Little known fact about Mark Wayne Mullen, if you don't know, he was a former MMA fighter. So you have a Teamster and an MMA guy who are talking shit to each other and we'll pick it up here a little sound for everybody, but um, 
this is Senator Mark Wayne Mullen. He's reading out Senator O'Brien's tweets, and things get a little heated. The Tough Guy Act and these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold, stop it. Is that your All solution? Right. Every poll. No, no, sit down. Oh, you're a clown. Sit down. Okay. You know, okay. you're a United States senator. Sit down. Oh, okay. okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Mr. Hold Shem. it. Hold it. If Hold we can't, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is Hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a. <laughs> okay. So that was the, that was the clip from yesterday. Now, listen. I, I I don't want to get on Senator Mark Wade Mullen's bad side here. Uh, but I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to mention one little thing. If you are about to enter into a fight, if you are heated and you're about to throw fists with another person, and Senator Bernie Sanders can stop that from happening just by suggesting it and speaking and not physically becoming involved in any way, shape, or form, I don't know if you really were going to fight in the first place. I got to be honest. I'm not feeling, I I heard tough talk. I didn't really see a lot of toughness there. Because there's Senator Bernie Sanders, who, I mean, God bless his 82-year-old heart. I don't know how old he is, but he's up there. He didn't even have to get up or do it. He just was like, hey, hey, sit down. He just went like that, and then it was squashed and over. So, again, I don't know how heated this all really was to begin with. It's a little suspect if you ask me. I think it was, uh, you know, showing off of the cameras. But I'm just saying, I've had to break up fights. I've had to intervene into fights before, and I've caught a couple elbows and, you know, caught a couple, you know, punches to the shoulder and stuff. You get in the way of things, you know? When grandpa just goes, uh, enough of that, sit down, you weren't really going to fight. That wasn't really going to ever, there was no threat there really ever of actual physical violence. I'm sorry. There just, there just wasn't, you know, um, I don't know what Mark Wayne said after that, but I'm sure it was like, if, Hey, if grandpa wasn't here, you'd be in a lot of, like, I don't think that was really ever kind of a thing, but good for Bernie Sanders. He's wielding his magic with his tough talk with his grandpa talk. I don't know. Hey, Hey. Enough. Enough. There will be no ice cream. There will be no ice cream if you guys continue to behave in this manner. There will be no ice cream. <laughs> everybody, everybody sit down or I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to let you guys stay up late to finish watching the game. That's not going to happen. Not on uh, Bernie Sanders' watch. You know, it's not about Bernie. I never actually really did it before, but um, listening back live here feels like a good Bernie. It's a decent Bernie Sanders. I didn't realize I had that ability. Um, so yeah, good for them. Also, I mean, this Mark Wayne Mullen is, listen, where I come from, you don't fuck with a teamster, no matter what. I mean, it doesn't matter if he's a toothpick or a big guy, you just, you stay away from the teamsters. You let them do their thing. You know, you be nice to them every now and then something falls off the back of one of their trucks. Maybe you're the beneficiary. That's what I learned at a young age. I don't know. We come from different areas. Mark Wayne Mullen and I, he's from, where the fuck is he from? Oklahoma or some shit. That's a long way away from Queens, New York. You know what I'm saying? Uh, also, I don't know about naming anybody Mark Wayne. That's a terrible name. Not that I want to single him out, but I understand why he became an MMA fighter 
you're going to have to be a little tough when you have a name like Mark Wayne. That's just awful. It's one word, by the way. It's M-A-R-K-W-A-Y-N-E. It's Mark Wayne. So his parents, bless their hearts, wherever they are, all fucked up, have the baby. Then they're all fucked up and like, I don't know, let's name it Mark. No, let's name it Wayne. And they couldn't get along. And finally, some backwards cousin was like, why don't you just name it Mark Wayne? Move on. And then that's what they did. And so here we are all these years later, and we got a nice little topic off of it. But still, uh, Mark Wayne, I don't know. That's a tough one. I understand why he had to, you know, start lifting some weights and defending himself in the old schoolyard because I would have abused the shit out of Mark Wayne. I'll tell you that right now. Unless his dad was a teamster, I would have abused the shit out of him if we went to grammar school together. That's all I'm saying. That'll be enough of that or no ice cream pops after this hearing. Uh, Bernie Sanders was great. He's like, this is a hearing. You're a uh, United States senator. He was really, he took Mark Wayne to task. And that weird little exchange of stand your butt up. You stand your butt up. I was like, whoa, this is this is big time. This is the kind of shit that's going to strike fear into the hearts of countries all over the world. In fucking China and Russia, they're like, you see what fucking Mark Wayne did today in the hearing? Did you believe this shit? These are the superpowers that we're supposed to be so worried about? It's not a good look for us. What are you going to do? Uh, so that was Congress. I think everybody behaved pretty well today. There were no real incidents today. But it was funny. I don't know who, I forget which senator it was, but the the quote I saw from this, oh shit, like, this is going to kill me. Maybe it was uh, Bill Haggerty, maybe? Or I forget who it was. Hey, it doesn't even matter. Some other senator was like, maybe it's time for Thanksgiving break. They're like, yes, yeah, it's right about time for Thanksgiving break. I think we should really... Which I feel like, right? Teachers kind of feel that too. The kids get a little shitty around this time of year. They're like, holy shit, we need a long break already. And then right before Christmas, everybody's like crazy. You need that time off. You need that time away from each other for sure. Um, but hey, listen, kudos to these low life pieces of shit. They actually got together and passed a bill for once to keep the government on. not a bill to solve all our problems. Let's not get out of hand. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. But they did pass a bill to keep funding the government for a few more months. So at least we won't have the scare of a government shutdown uh, right before the holidays. So that's good. Um, and now they're giving the new Speaker of the House, I forget what his name, but Senator Creeps a lot is like, I like to call him. They're giving him shit because because a couple of Democrats voted for his bill. I mean, these backwards ass people, I don't understand it. You're supposed to work together. There was a time where we used to get mad at our leaders for not working together. And now these assholes have us thinking it's better when they don't work together. It drives me nuts when I see people being criticized for working with somebody on the other side of the aisle. That's what you're supposed to do. And any American that gets mad at that, you're a dope and an idiot. Stop going, don't work with the Democrats. Don't work with the Republicans. They're supposed to. You should be rooting for that shit, you idiot. Only I'll be like, ah, you can't trust the Democrats. You can't trust them Republicans. No, you have to. I, I know it's hard to, but you have to, right? You got to get some stuff done. And uh, they got to start working together a little bit more. So kudos to this creeper who's, I know, uh, uh, very anti what a lot of people are pro, gay and abortion and all that stuff. Uh, at least he got something done. 
I mean, and and it's weird because this is the shit. This is the blowback that they gave to Kevin McCarthy. Like, this is the whole reason why they removed Kevin McCarthy. Because they're like, well, the spending is out of control and you work with the Democrats and it's nuts and Gates got rid of McCarthy. And now the new guy comes in and he works with the Democrats to get something done. And they're like, hmm, we'll think about this. We'll get back to you on this. It's like, what, what the fuck? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You, you know, it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make any sense. Some Republicans voted against this bill. A lot of Democrats, I think 22 Democrats voted for it. It's like, hey, that's what it's supposed to be. I don't know about you, but I'm sick of seeing 50 voted for it and 50 voted against it. And here, and now we're, here's the deadlock. I'm tired of that bullshit. And I think a lot of people are. Just fucking move the thing along, you know? And the media is no better because the media gets in there and goes, how do you feel about being criticized? You know, Shut the fuck up. Like, be like, hey, you, you don't have to answer the question. This is difference. Here's how you ask the question. There's a difference between how do you feel about uh, Republicans who say you sold them out for working with Democrats? That or how does it feel to get a bipartisan bill passed and have some progress? Do you see the difference between the two things? Do you see the negative implications in tone and the positivity in the other one? God fucking damn it. I feel like I'm living on a fucking bizarro planet some days. Thank you, TD Freelancer, for recognizing it. Somebody, I'm not the only one who says it. I see it. You guys say it a lot. I see a lot of people say it, but it feels like it gets drowned out by the craziest ends of each side who are like oh you know you can't fucking you got to you've only got two of you piece of shit parties you got to fucking work together you know you just it's got to be done you gotta get some shit done can't be fucking fighting all the time um where is frankie great question miss justice he is out there um He's down in Washington, D.C. right now going to Bernie Sanders School for Tough Guys. That's where he is right now. He's getting some much-needed training on how to break up fights and just be tougher overall. Not that he's not a sweetheart. We love how sweet he is. But if we can get him to be a little tougher, that's good. And if anybody can do it, it's Bernie Sanders, who can stop a teamster and an MA. MMA fighter from fighting just by wagging his little Bernie Sanders finger. I'm just going to wag my finger and tell you both to sit down. And it worked. So when Frank returns, watch out for the wagging finger because uh, I think it's going to be impressive. I really do. I'm excited and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I want to talk about the sphere and then I want to tell you why I'm an idiot. I'm pointing in the wrong direction. There you go. Um, the sphere. So the sphere opens in Vegas, right? It's this big, super impressive thing. We've been talking about it nonstop. I know like 40 people who have gone to that. I feel like I'm the only person who hasn't been to the sphere at this point. Like everybody I know has been to the sphere for a show. U2 is out there. They're killing it. I mean, you can't, I don't know if you can find a bigger band stones withstanding, but I don't know if the stones can bring it the way you two can bring it. You two got 15 years younger on them, I think. But 
Mewtwo opens up the sphere and it's this whole big thing and it's fucking it's great. You know, it's great to have. They do a, a residency. It opens up in October. They're still playing there. They had October shows. They had November shows. They had um, December shows. They're also showing like a there's like a video movie kind of thing going on at the sphere right now. So if you're not seeing you two there, there's a thing called the Sphere Experience, which is their real life humanoid robot, as they describe it. And I think it just kind of like walks around and shows future of technology and all this kind of crazy stuff. I mean, you got to do something in there while U2 is not playing. So that's what they're trying to do. But outside of that, we have no idea what's coming next. You know, we don't really know. This is not like any other venue where they open and boom, here's like the summer lineup or the fall or winter lineup or whatever. It was just like, we're opening. It's costing us $2 billion here. Please everybody buy U2 tickets. So we've been just kind of like hanging out there. Like, I don't know what's next or who's coming next. So take a guess. I'd love to see it in a live chat. Who do you think would go next to the sphere? Now, before anybody guess, I want to hear all your guesses. Put it in the live chat right now. Put it in the comments. Replay crew. Peace. Love you. Um, it's not Taylor Swift. I know we're all Swifties. And we all want to see Taylor everywhere, do everything. But Taylor Swift is down. She's doing, see, Paul, <laughs> Taylor Swift. That was his first guest. I knew it. It, it. Listen, it's the natural inclination. She's the biggest artist in the world right now. You'd want to go to her. I get it. But she's touring uh, South America. Then she's into Europe. And then I think she's back in the States, like finishing like some of the markets and areas that, that she didn't hit just yet. So if you can't get Taylor Swift, which I don't think they can, who would you go for? That's the question. In the comments, in the live chat, would love to read it. Now, keep in mind, and I don't know why this is, but I think it's just because of the nature of the venue. I think, and maybe the city a little bit, I think they're going for residency type shows. Like you two could have went there and, and played a couple of shows or a weekend or a week. They did it. They spaced it out to do shows, a bunch of shows over the course of three different months. And I think that's going to be kind of the tempo of that place. Cause I guess it's kind of hard to run people in and out of there and do, it's not just like a regular light show. Like it's a whole big to do. So you need a little while to get that going. Now I like Beaver boys uh, guest here, Kanye West. I like this a lot except for all the anti-Semitic stuff. It's really where we kind of got hung up. Perhaps they put an offer out, and then when he was like, hey, you know who's not bad, that Adolf Hitler, then they were like, eh, let's retract that. Let's let's pull that back a smidge and uh, bring it in here. I mean, our everything looks good on these walls, but a swastika, not so much. So I don't think it's going to fly for Kanye West, although I do love the uh, guest. Uh, Shannon says Harry Styles. That's not a bad guess at all. I would love to actually see Harry Styles there. I think he's fucking talented as hell. Now, I like Shannon's second guess, which is Pink. This I really love, because I don't know if you've ever seen Pink live, but she's fucking crazy. She likes to get a bunch of shower curtains together and fucking swing and whip herself around the whole entire goddamn arena, you know, flying around and singing the whole time, making the rest of us look bad. Like, I, if I had... An ounce of Pink's talent. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I would be touring the world. 
she's freaking crazy. Like she really like she wraps herself up in 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 the curtains, and then they just pick her up and they just fling her around the arena, which would be hard enough. And then while she's doing that, she sings to perfect pitch the entire time, uh, while swinging and whipping herself around. It's just craziness. It's absolute craziness. Pink would be good, but I don't know if they could hang her from the top of that uh, video ceiling because the whole the whole fucking place is video screens, you know. Now Garth Brooks is a good guess, except for. I don't know if we want dead bodies showing up in Vegas. There's enough crime and murder there. Now you bring Garth into town. Suddenly three girls go missing and the saga continues. Right? Am I right, Tom Segura? I'm with you, brother. I know where it's at. Uh, Pink Floyd would be good, except for, again, can't believe I'm saying this twice in one topic, the anti-Semitism thing. It's going to boil up again. This whole Israel-Palestine conflict is not helping uh, what's his name from uh, Roger Waters from Pink Floyd? He's having a bit of a tough time right now. I don't know if that's the kind of uh, vibe that the sphere needs. Foo Fighters would be killer. That would be an amazing show. I think they would murder it. But Laura uh, got it first. Beyonce. Bay. Looks like they're going to tap Bay to be the next residency over at the uh, Las Vegas sphere. U2's run actually goes into January, I think, early next year. They're, they're, I think they're going to extend it into early next year if they haven't already. Uh, and it looks like Beyonce Knowles is going to be the next one because, again, they got to pay off this $2.3 billion venue. I don't even want to call it an arena. It's not even that. But supposedly Beyonce is asking for 10 million dollars 10 million bucks now that's to obviously pay bay gotta pay bay you got to pay bay got to pay the bay uh but also you know again it's not just like a regular arena show like here's what you here's what people it's not you don't think of this but you go out on tour and you're an artist let's say you're playing you're taylor swift and you're you're playing the era's stadium tour or beyonce or the stones or whoever and you go and there's this huge stage well okay they had to pay somebody to come up with the stage to come up with the videos to animate it to film it do all that stuff to do the lighting to do all these things you can take that show from one stadium to the next and it just there it goes all to all the stadiums not a problem you have an arena show, same deal. You design a stage, you figure out where all the things are going to go, where the video is, the lighting cues. You put all that stuff together. That's a decent amount of work. Now you have a case where none of that crap will fit into this area because it's a square stage with a dome over it. Like, I mean, it's just you have to design and configure this whole thing again. It's not just like you can put it in and copy and paste. We're not putting together a Word document here. It's a goddamn show. So it's like, you know, you got to come up with the whole thing. So she's got to pay her team. They got to come up with the concept. And, you know, these artists, it's not just like, I don't know, draw something or video, film something or animate something. You know, they're involved. They're involved in it. They got to come up with a concept and create a whole thing and make it work. I, I mean, I heard you two. You two worked on their thing for a long time. Like they knew they were going to open this sphere for a really, really long time. And they worked at it for quite a while. So I would imagine what this is, uh, 
this is the same thing that Beyonce is going to. And, uh, you know, a $10 million ask ain't that much when you think about it. Again, if she's going to be doing a whole slew of shows, you know, and the place holds 17,000 seats, they could make that money back and then some, which is obviously the idea of a venue. Uh, now, I think it says in my notes here, 20,000 seats. I don't know why I said 17. I thought it was 17, but I guess, all right, 20,000 20, notes. You two started in September. They're doing 36 shows from September to February. No other acts have been scheduled, as I said. Beyonce just wrapped up her Renaissance World Tour uh, last month, and she has no shows scheduled for the rest of the year. So that kind of makes sense. You know, again, she's got maybe a little opening there, whereas like a Taylor Swift does not. Uh, other artists that James Dolan, who owns the Sphere, is currently considering Bon Jovi, Paul McCartney, and Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. A whole hell of a lot of sense. Paul McCartney, as much as I love him, and I think he could do it, but I don't know, 36 shows in one area, that's a lot of shows. Ball's out there still killing it. His last world tour, he was really, he was great. He was great. I just don't know if you can, you know, if they can do 10 shows, I think a Paul McCartney 10 show run would be awesome. That'd be killer. Bon Jovi, the same thing too. I think that would be a fun little time. Lady Gaga, of course, I think she would murder it. I think Lady Gaga could do 52 shows. She could do a show a week over there and just, and be just fine. And be just fine. Um... <laughs> the toadies are opening up. <laughs> are the toadies still around? Christine, watch out because that cost Frank and I a job one time. <laughs> Is that why you brought that up, Robin? Because of our toadies story when I insulted the, <laughs> the fucking toadies. We got to get the toadies on one day to talk about that. We told the story not that long ago where we, Frank and I were up for a gig and I said something shitty about the toadies in one of the tapes that we had for this radio station that wanted to hire us. Thank God they didn't though. Oh my God. Thank God they didn't. And the fucking guy was all the, the program director was so butthurt. He was like, I'll have, you know, the toadies are uh, still torn. And I'm like, get the go the fuck away. They're still torn. God bless the toadies. I like the, I love the toadies. I had another against the toadies, but they're playing fucking, you know, 175 C clubs. You know what I mean? To be like, hey, where are the toadies these days? Wasn't the most offensive thing I've ever fucking said. But this ass pipe took took offense to it. And then the whole fucking thing crumbled from there. So still the toadies are still a, a sore subject. Oh, you didn't know that? I I thought you were I thought everybody was taking a shot at it. I thought we talked about that not that long ago on the podcast. Maybe we didn't. Maybe Frank and I were just reminiscing because we talk about that gig quite often about how we were like, we were, it was, oh, we did everything but sign a fucking contract. Like that was the last thing left to do. Like we were so far into it. The radio station had imaging made up for us. Imaging is like the deep voice guy. That's like the home for rock and roll. Blah, 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 blah. And over in the morning, you know? And so every, like everything was done and in place. The poor bastard who was the morning guy was like so fired that he didn't even know it. And that wasn't our fault. But um, the uh, the whole thing was there. And I, because I was like, oh, who, where are the toadies right now? I think that's all I said. And this guy was like so fucking butthurt. He was so butthurt. 
because like he was one of these guys in radio. Uh, see, now I'm going to go off on a thing. In a radio, you have like really talented people, and then you have just music nerds. And there's nothing wrong with being a music nerd. I consider myself to be a music nerd, but sometimes you have music nerds without the really talented part. And so those people tend to hang around a lot because they're like, hmm, the Rolling Stones sold out, you know, 10 arenas tours in a row. And, you know, and they're like, they think they're, they're the shit, right? But the whole, it's like their whole life. So you can't say anything bad to them about fucking music. And then what happens is, is they resent the really talented radio people and they don't like them because those people tend to get the morning shows and more money and all the attention, right? That kind of happens. So when I said this in, in, on the tape, this guy was like, that is it. You know, that is it. That was like the end of it. I know Possum Kingdom is a great fucking song. I think that song, now I've said this before, best decades of music, the 60s, number one, the 90s, number two, okay? There was just no fucking better time than the 90s. And Possum Kingdom, although albeit a one-hit wonder band, is one of the greatest songs of one of the greatest eras of music. It is such an achievement and an accomplishment. But they're still a one-hit wonder, and they fell off the planet a little bit. And it's not that big of a deal to make a joke. You know, it's not that big of a deal to make a joke about it. Uh, Neil goes, who are the toadies? Bird says, you're hired. I like that. That's like a program director that's backwards. Oh, wait, he, she was getting a security job. Okay, never mind. I'm, following, I'm, I'm, last, I'm late on the chat. I am late on the chat. Um, Beaver Boy says modern music is great. I love modern music. I love modern music. I was just, um, if you like music, I still put a lot of music suggestions on Instagram. Uh, and by the way, we do have a Spotify playlist. Just search for Anthony on air on Spotify. I don't, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But if you search it, look, there's our little thing right there. We have 88 hours of music put together. So, um, yeah, this is all my favorite songs. Lots of good stuff in there from Paul McCartney to Suzanne Vega, the band, Soul Asylum, Cake, Spin Doctors, Hall and Oates, Nirvana, the Black Keys, Elton John, the Avid Brothers, Finger Eleven, Duran Duran, John Hyatt, Pearl Jam, Jack Johnson, Joan Osborne, Anderson East, Oasis, the Teskey Brothers, Santa Gold, Led Zeppelin, Black Dub, Ben Howard, Courtney Barnett, Dave Matthews, Counting Crows, Sublime, The Police, Ellie King, Portugal the Man, Elvis Costello, Coldplay, Beck, Incubus, Sun Little, Sublime, Maggie Rogers, Blues Traveler, Chris Cornell, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Cranberries, Killers, Wallflowers, Gavin DeGraw, Jackie Wilson, Tom Petty, Pink Floyd, Incubus. This Incubus running? I don't know. Ah, Miss Justice, there you go. She put the link in there. You follow the show. We're still adding new music to that. I just put a whole bunch of new stuff in there, actually. Uh, freshen up the playlist a little bit. And we also do have a... I don't want to plug this just yet, but we do have a um, Christmas playlist. And uh, if you search Anthony on Air Christmas playlist, you'll find that. 
There's only three hours of music on there. We're still working on that one. So you can join right now, but um, it ain't done yet. But it will be in time for this holiday season. Oh, which reminds me. Friday, we're going to put a post out to the members-only area as a little Thanksgiving treat. We got the new AOA stickers. I'm not going to show them to you. Actually, the members have already seen them, but here's here's the stickers. We got a whole stack of stickers. You can't see it. The design is on the other side. Um, and um, we're going to put a post out on Friday in the members-only area where everybody can put their little address in. Boom. We'll send out these uh, stickers and some fun stuff. So um look out for that if you're not a member yet make sure you join link in the description of this episode whether you're watching on spotify facebook or youtube whether you're listening on spotify apple podcast stitcher who knows wherever the hell else the show goes wherever you are click the link for the members area join boom look for the post on friday and uh, you're set. We'll send you a nice little sticker and a, a nice little thing there uh, for the Thanksgiving season and holiday season because we're thankful for you if you're watching and or listening. Uh, DJ Shenanigan, I'm a Jack Johnson fan. Jack Johnson is the shit. Uh, Jack Johnson. I mean... Sitting, waiting, wishing. How, I mean, let's let's go over. Better together. Banana pancakes I love so much. I got you. I got everything. I love fucking Jack Johnson. My cousin, my cousin Samantha turned me on to Jack Johnson. Because she was like, oh, you like Dave Matthews? I'm like, yeah. She's like, you're a love Jack Johnson. And I listened to Jack I'm like, this is not, I'm like, where's the, where's the, the violin? And the and the the horn section, like this is not Dave Matthews, but he got me. He you know Flake was the one that I that won me over in the beginning. It was so good. Uh, his version of a pirate, how a pirate looks at forty, the uh, what you call it, Jimmy Buffett song that he did with Dave Matthews, fucking killer. Jack Johnson is the shit. Uh, Maggie Rogers, I love Maggie Rogers too. Alaska, love that track. There's a couple other tracks from her that I really like a lot. Um, Neil, I got the Smashing Pumpkins on there. I just didn't name them. Elvis, Elvis Costello, both on there. Uh, Beaver Boys is watching the show on OnlyFans. Actually, yeah, if you tune in on OnlyFans, you see everything from here down. I don't know if you guys knew that. This camera is for YouTube, Facebook, and Spotify. The camera underneath the desk is for OnlyFans. So it was really... We're doing everything for everybody right now. It's pretty good. Pretty excited about it. Uh, banana pancakes. Now I want crepes, says Raven. Uh, Rhoda, one of my favorite concerts ever. Who? Jack Johnson? Jack Johnson's so much better than Dave. Tool. I don't know if I have Tool on the, on the AOA playlist. I'm not sure. Mm, I think I have a perfect circle on there. I don't know if that does anything for you. I know some of the Tool fans don't like the Perfect Circle stuff, but some do. So, uh, But anyway, there's a ton of great shit. Uh, Beach Boys. I mean, I could just, uh, you know, Grizzly Bear. I could keep going. There's eight, like I said, there's 88 hours of Mike Snow, Allman Brothers, Bob Marley, Regina Spector, Fountains of Wayne, U2, 
Pretenders, The National, Death Cab for Cutie, David Bowie, Indigo Girls, OAR, Vance Joy, Guster, The Ramones, Stereophonics, The Clash, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. If you don't know Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, go to the playlist, subscribe, or follow whatever the fuck you do on Spotify, and uh, go right to the Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. Go to a song called SOB, short for Son of a Bitch. That is the shit. I don't have Wu-Tang on here, Bird. I'm sorry. Uh, there's definitely some hip-hop on here, but there's no Wu-Tang. Churches, Depeche Mode, Smithereens, John Mayer, Leon Bridges, R.E.M., Credence, Young the Giant, Bob Dylan, Arcade Fire, The Civil Wars. I feel like we're naming a lot of great art. Lizzo, Amy Winehouse, Cold War Kids, Rancid. Primal Scream. For my for those of you who followed me on WEHM when I was on WEHM radio, you'll notice a lot of this a lot of the similarities there. A lot of the stuff I used to play there is on that, uh is on that and, and more. Some of the stuff that I wasn't allowed to play there, I've got it on my playlist. So it's pretty good. Pixies are on there for sure. Pixies are on there. Cream is on there. Cream is good. Got the white stripes and I got solo Jack White shit, which is pretty damn good. Uh, I like a lot of solo Jack White. He's fucking talented as all hell. We should do. I wish we could do a show where we just played music, but Facebook and YouTube, you, you can't do it. They they won't. They won't let you do it. But um, maybe we'll do like an, a Spotify only show where we can play these things. I don't know. Um, let me tell you why I'm an idiot, and I apologize for why the show is late. And when I say this, this is all my wife's fault. Just to know that. My wife goes, uh, your son's got a project to do. Maybe you should help him. She was like, you be a father for once and help him out. So I was like, all right. So his project was to build a um, Thanksgiving Day float. She was like, they're going to have like a Thanksgiving parade float. I would tell her to come. I Let's see if she wants to come on. Uh, the reason why she's not on is because she's helping my daughter with another project currently at the moment. Uh, do you want to come on real quick? And anyway, so she's like, you know, our son's got this project and the kids, they're going to build Thanksgiving Day parade floats. So we were talking about it over the weekend and I go, you know, I asked my son, what do you want to build? So right away, you know, he the first thing... It, we were watching some shark movies. So he's like, I want to build a shark, you know? And he's like, eh, you know, that's, we got to, you know, kind of figure some stuff out with that. I don't know. And I, and I, so we started going over like the traditional, uh, you know, parade floats, you know? And so we started, you know, looking at uh, all these things and we wound up on Snoopy. So, he got all excited about Snoopy. So I'm looking at Snoopy now and I'm like, cause you can't use balloons. Like it would make sense to just string a couple of white balloons together. You can't use balloons. So stupid me thinking everything is easy as, as pie. I go, why don't you, uh, why don't we do Snoopy? Right? Like we can make Snoopy. We can make it a thing. Cuddles. Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, thanks for thanks for joining us. Um, I was just telling everybody why I'm an idiot. I was telling how innocently, even though this is all your fault, uh, innocently, we were talking about Michael's 
Thanksgiving parade project and how over the weekend we were, we were talking about it and Cuddles had to take our daughter somewhere. So she's like, why don't you, instead of being the dad who just always takes the kid to the movie theaters, do this. So we started all the projects. So I go, okay. So we looking around and we decide we're going to do Snoopy. I go, this will be really easy. We'll get some styrofoam and we'll cut it up and like carve it up in the shape of Snoopy. And I was given the okay and the go ahead on this. That that I that is my bad. That is wrong on my part. I was wrong there. I said to my wife, I go, how much do you want to spend on this? She said, it's it's a, it's a, we're supposed to now she showed me the paper. She goes, You're supposed to make this out of like egg cartons and construction. Stuff at home. Stuff yeah. at home. Stuff at home. I go, I go, pish tosh, pish tosh. We're going to get some styrofoam. It's going to be great. You know, I go, how much can I spend? She goes, I don't know, 25 bucks. So I go to Michael's to get styrofoam. And I realize that this is not going to just be one little piece of styrofoam. We bought several pieces of styrofoam. And, you know, $85 later, we had enough styrofoam to make a decent Snoopy. You know, and I so I asked, so I I text her again. I go, how much should we spend? And she goes, I don't know, thirty five dollars. So I go, oh, there was a ten dollar increase there. And I go, okay. And she's like, how much did you spend? I'm like, mm, not important. Like, yeah, that's that's when I knew it was bad. I spent eighty dollars on styrofoam, oh. more so than the money. It has consumed our lives for the last four days straight. Yep. Where we have been sawing and sanding. <laughs> and it painting. has been the worst. And gluing. Four days. And there's so much glitter and there's so much like sand. I don't even, it's like dust from like the sanding, the wiping, all over the house. Like it is horrible. Fuck. See, look at this. Beaver boys, just get a styrofoam cooler. That probably would have cost us $3.99. Shit, that's genius. See, we got to start brainstorming on the podcast before we go and do anything. No, no, no. No, next time I'm not even telling you. And I'm going to tell your son, don't tell your father. Because I'm not dealing with this. I know that there's no secrets in this house. Science projects, big secrets. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I knew knew we were in trouble. Let me see if I can. Hmm. I knew we were in trouble when you told me you, you wouldn't tell me how much you spent. I'm like, yeah. oh god. Yeah. I was like, oh. oh I was like, oh, not important. It's not not that big of a deal. Um, here, so this is these are the styrofoam pieces that I purchased. You can see that they're they're quite large. Pretty yeah. pretty big. And mind you, the balloon, well, the balloon, because they couldn't use real balloons because of latex and they have to, you know, out of abundance of, uh, you know, caution, um, is his whole project shouldn't be bigger than 12 inches. So, oh, was I that have, a thing? Okay, see, yes, I wasn't yes, paying was at, to that. There was, at, I actually said it, I read it to you. Um, so I have to actually, our child can't get on the bus tomorrow to bring it into school. I have to drive them to school because they can't get on a bus with it. It can't, they, he can't be trusted with it on a bus. Things got a little out of hand. 
Yeah. Okay. And then he's like, now he's expecting me to walk into the school. Like, you're not allowed in schools. Like, no one's allowed in the school. It's like Fort Knox, practically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he, we had a good time putting it all together. Oh, yeah, it was great. You know, he was he was in there carving it all up. Yeah. Touching everything, breaking stuff. It was so good. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we uh so we took that we took that thing and here, let me see if I can find a picture. We uh this is kind of a messed up picture. But we took that and we cut it all up and we made Snoopy, as you can see there. We carved his face. We got he got a body, he got arms and legs. You can kind of see the shape taking place. This is like a little Pokemon ball. My son insisted that he have a Pokemon element to him. And then this is the this is a shot of the finished project product. We got a Pokemon up on top where Woodstock usually goes. He's got the Pokemon ball and he's got the ears and the nose and the whole nine yards. So there you go. Yeah, and I think I I don't know if it's true, but I think they're supposed to hold it like a marionette, like you know, you hold them. Uh, our child isn't able to do that. He has to hold it above his head <laughs> because it's not going to work holding it down. So he's going to be the only kid holding it probably up. Um, if we are not on our districts like Instagram or like Facebook with pitches, I'm oh, going to be upset. I am going upset. to call that principal and be like, or that steam teacher and be like, what are you talking about? Why isn't my kid that yeah. picture not up? Because it is, it's pretty, it's awesome. We made a scarf. Hello. It's the size of him though. Can I, here, I'm going to. he's tiny. I'm going to not show him, but this is him holding it. It's the, I mean, it's. You could see how big it is. Like if we stood it up, it's yeah. half his body. It is because he, you know, he's not the tallest, and he's only he's only eight. Yeah. Um, and but he did. Now listen, he didn't do every lap. Like I didn't let him saw the thing. No, he sanded. He did but, the sanding. Yeah, he was in there sanding stuff and drawing, and he painted the ears all by himself, and you know he did a whole big great deal of it, and um. Yeah, we had a nice little family thing, you know. All right, granted, we'll have to go into therapy, and we're eighty-five dollars lighter now, but still, I think it was uh, yeah, eighty-five. Eighty-five, and I just finished our daughter's hide the turkey project. Like I'm exhausted. I've got glitter all over me. I God, I'm done. I'm absolutely done. It's been a day, hasn't it? It's it's been a really long day. You know, running. I had to run to Michael's again today. And who has clubs after school. And yeah, it's been a day. And I have glitter. I have blue glitter all over me. And I hot glued my fingers. And I pulled them <laughs> I pulled them apart and it hurts. Um, but we're doing good. I mean, they, their, their projects look awesome. Yeah, I, they do. I think it, I, I, I really, really do. We created a nice little memory. Again, I feel like an idiot. Uh, it's your fault. I will take the blame for this. I should have never let you be a part of this. Yeah. You just need to be a back, you know, backstage dad. Like and back, you, you, know. you had to hear cuddles the whole time. She's like, it's supposed to be a marionette thing. You're supposed to be able to like hold it like this. I go, no, 
I'm like, it's going to be a float. Not He's going to have it over his head. I'm like, it's going to be big. It's going to be great. Who yeah. do 85 fucking dollars in, in styrofoam? Like, I mean, it's styrofoam. Yeah, I hope no one finds out about that part. That's yeah. Cool. I hope no one in our district finds out about that. The environmentalists are not going to be. Isn't styrofoam bad for the environment? I'm not sure, but I think it's I bad. have no idea. I, I don't know. All I know is that my dining room is a disaster. Mm. This is great from Rhoda. I think teachers sit at home and laugh about us having to do these projects because they have to put up with our kids when they're not at their best. Yeah. It, no, exactly. They do this on purpose to be like a big fuck you. You send these <laughs> shitheads to us every day. Now, and every kid wants to do an amazing thing and they know that they're going to bug the parent like, oh, I have someone I saw some of them today at the school and one for the turkey thing. They were like, oh, I made it a minion one. So each like feather looks like a minion. And they're like, oh, my God, I told my mom I had to do it. And then who did like like every kid one has this like big thing in their head about what it needs to look like. And if you don't do that, the kid is going to go crazy. And just going to make your life miserable. So mm. you just do it. You just have to do it. You have to. Yeah, you have to. You and, that, and, and that was the thing, too. Like, Sunday, I was so, I was, like, so exhausted. We were, we were, like, up and we were just, like, I keep sanding. Make sure it's <laughs> even. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, ugh, horrible. And as we were, like, pulling, like, you know, like, cardboard out of the garbage in the, in the garage. <laughs> I'm, like, just, you know, so we had stuff to, like, paint on and everything. I'm just like, this thing is going to be like, this is, this was our entire life for four days. And after this, it's just going to sit in the garage until somebody eventually breaks it by accident and yes. then throw it away. I'm like, it's going to be so yeah. useless and nothing. Yeah. For these four and days, it was the, it was the paramount of our existence. Do you, do you want to know when I knew we were in trouble and I knew that we had gone too far when the object of, when I first got the email, from the steam teacher which is like you know science it's like science technology engineering arithmetic and mathematics it's like it's it's science class. all right so i'm showing off that you know the whole i i had to ask a couple times i still don't know what fles means and that's spanish class i don't know um so the teacher was like sending all these things and they're gonna do it she said this week meaning if she sent it out last week and I asked our son, I was like, oh, what day do you go to steam class? He's like, Thursdays. I was like, okay, so you're going to do it on Thursday. It's supposed to be a project that the kid would be able to finish in steam class, like start to in finish school. in yeah. 45 minutes. This child would be able and I was like, oh, God, like we fucked up. <laughs> I mean, and then she did send home like a second email saying like, if you wanted to get started on it at home. And once I said that out loud to you, that was it. That was just like you, I read that to you on Sunday before you, we left me and Cece. And I swear to God, the belt, like, it was like your brain started going, oh, we can start this at home. We could do this, this, this. And, and I'm like, oh God, we're dead. We can I tell you something though? I didn't even hear that. I didn't even oh, hear that. All I, I heard I was, we have to do this. And like when you said to me earlier today, like, oh, they're working on this tomorrow. I'm like, there's nothing really left to work on. Like we did it all. I, yeah, I know that. But now what is your child supposed to do in steam class tomorrow? 
when everyone is Oh, you can put the stick it. in the bottom. That's really that's the only thing left to do is put the stick on the bottom. Yeah, but so you, you have to be up. so gentle or you're going to like tear it apart. I swear to God, if this steam teacher can't help him put two fucking sticks <laughs> in this thing and it goes, something goes wrong, I swear I'm going to go there and scream. Yeah, you're right. Maybe we should do it. Maybe no, I'm do not it doing it. We can't do No, we can't do it now. He cannot transport it to school with sticks coming out of its belly into the car, out of the car, walk it. He wanted me to walk it into school. He's so nervous. <laughs> I know that was the funny part. I can't. So he he was doing, like I said, he was painting the ears and he was just, you know, sanding the parts down and doing all the stuff. He was in it. He really was. And then once we actually glued everything together, he was afraid to, to pick it up and hold yeah. it. Yeah. But with this, so I went through like eight sticks of hot glue, like glue, like mm. that thing's not moving. And there's like sticks in it holding everything together. Yeah, people like, don't know. We took skewers oh. and we cut skewers to so it had some bone structure inside of it so that it would hold. What the fuck is wrong with us? Is this what our life is coming nope, down nope, to? No, 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 no. What is wrong with you? Okay. <laughs> you will not find me doing that. Oh, God. I can't. Oh, God. You should get an award for it. I mean, I know he he helped. He did. But you no, should get we an all award did it together. This. You know, we all did it together. But it, it, there's a there's a disease in my family lineage with this. This is my father has this disease. And you know exactly what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, God. Like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. My yes. parents, when they built, they, they, when they moved down to Florida, they built their house down there. My dad. And these are like pre, like the plans are done, you know, like you have like one of like 12 houses to choose from. Right. And, and it's just like, there's an arc, like it's architecturally set, like it's all done. And my dad's like, let's, let's bump this wall out like three, yeah. three feet. He's like, that's it. And the guy's like, I, I, we don't know how, like we can't engineer, like, you know, he's like, yeah, let's, let's see if we get four more feet on the other side of this thing here. And like, like it's just. A never-ending, yeah. how much better can we make this thing? Oh, God. If we only treated the podcast this way, could you imagine where we'd be? Oh, my goodness. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, Cuddles, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you're covered in glitter. I still have some styrofoam pieces on me, believe it or not. I'm still I will forever. Pieces. That's what I have to do tomorrow. That's my goal for tomorrow is while uh, our daughter is at clubs. And, you know, she's the wrecking ball in this house. While she's there, I have, like, the two solid hours mm. to, like, clean up and get everything out. Because she comes home and she wants to touch everything and move everything and do everything. I know. She's a lot. We got to get rid of her, too, now that I think yeah, about she's, it. She's, she's a hot mess. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Cuddles, for coming in and saving the All end right. of the podcast. You're welcome. All right. We'll see you on the next one. All right. Good night. All right, there goes Cuddles, everybody. Um, we are back with you here on Friday. Friday show. Would you know what that means? So we'll get some blind top five going from Erin C. We'll get her back in. Uh, Jay Savs will, uh, should be with us. She had to uh, care for her daughter, uh, which is why she wasn't here. We all know what Frankie C was. And uh, the important thing was that you and I got to spend some quality time together, which I treasure so much. Don't forget to become a member because we're giving out some Thanksgiving thank you stickers. 
Um, just to say thank you for all the love and appreciation, for all the support, for the likes, for the comments, for the follows and everything. Uh, so a little nice gesture that we can throw out your way. Uh, we'll do that. It's for the members, though. So make sure you're a member if you haven't become one yet. We will catch you guys on Friday. Have a wonderful... Take down the I'm an idiot thing, please. Thank you. All right, bye, everybody. Show me potato salad. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead.